on everything that they know. Um, and um, and then we um, also do you know all kinds of um, computer skills online testing, um, personality testing, and um, we then make set them make sure they have a, a high state internet connection. You know they have a, a, a home office set up so that we can outsource them to our clients to do the work that our clients need to have done. So we have our clients all all also fill out a, a similar. Um, job request that also gets to the skills that they're looking for so that we can really match like a match.com in a sense. Um, the other thing we do with our uh, people when they, that whole granular application process that we have, we generate the resume for them. They don't have to go out and have to spend money and have someone write a resume, which wouldn't even get at the right things that we need. <laughs> so, um, so we generate the resume so that all the resumes look professional when we send them to the client. And um, what we do is we match them up. They sort of interview each other, see if they'd like to work together, and um, we set them up on a long-term assignment working from home. Um, we, we pay them. We insure them. We manage the relationship. Um, we build a client. The client has to pay us biweekly because we say people need to be paid biweekly, um, yep. and these people, you know, need the money. So um, we... we um, and so, and if they, one of our people, we call them waves. If one of our waves is not happy with the assignment, we'll find them another one. Um, if they want to change their hours, our people can take their laptop and go visit their grandkids and do their work. All our clients know this. Um, they can go to warmer climate in the winter. They, some of them take an RV and travel around the country as long as they have a good internet connection with a strong mind, whatever they use. They can, as long as they get the work done, our clients are happy. Um, so um, basically, we um, have almost 300 people now working from home um, oh. who probably would not have any jobs right now, um, and they um, um, they are really productive. They love what they do. We get you know they they just so happy that they feel important. They feel that the people they work for respect their knowledge. Um, and our clients that can't believe how productive they are um, and how much institutional knowledge they have because they can't seem to find that in the, in the young people they hire. So um, it's sort of what I call, it's sort of like an on-demand on staffing, this whole new movement where you have, you know, on-demand people um, and who want flexible work arrangements, but this is specifically for people who are retiring. So okay. it's not for young people. We, we, we can't ask age, so we ask for years of experience. So if you haven't had 25 years of work experience, you're, you, know, you're, you don't get through our preliminary application. Gotcha. Um, so what, kind, what are the sort of the typical kinds of jobs that you have needs for people to do? So we have people who are doing um, – uh, claims. A lot of them are you know, working on claims. Uh, some of them are actually doing um, accounting. Uh, mm -hmm. Many of them are doing customer service um, in property casualty property casualty side, like um, business insurance. So they'll do all the customer service for business insurance, quoting, checking policies, making sure they're accurate. Um, or personalized homeowners and auto uh, servicing all the homeowners and auto policies. We have people at insurance companies who are underwriters. Um, people who do adjusting, it runs the gamut of the entire, we have people who are, who are doing uh, health insurance, 
not, you know, claims on the health insurance side or quoting a proposal on customer service on the health insurance side. So it's really across the entire um, insurance industry um, and every segment from from health to, to life to property and casualty, business insurance, um, personal insurance. Yeah. And what is, the industry is not a big problem. It's a huge, huge boomer industry. <laughs> yeah. Why did you choose? Why did you choose the healthcare industry? Well, I chose the insurance industry, the whole industry. Or insurance industry. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I'm because I'm an expert at it. I've been in it for many years. I'm well known. I've testified for the industry in Washington many times. So it was for me um, a real big need in our industry. Um, which is uh, the average age in the industry is 58, even even higher today. Um, it um, didn't attract young people, and the industry was very worried. I mean, I, we were reading about it for years, um, starting about 2003 with this imminent huge boomer population, and we'll be losing all our institutional knowledge. And, um, you know, tech, when technology finally came, you know, um, Came more advanced with the iPhone and the IP, you know, inter, you know the uh, IP product, internet phones working, and people working more and more remotely, and everyone on Facebook and LinkedIn. I, it just became yep. clear to me that our people, as they retire, have all the skills to to work from home. They don't want to not work. They're leaving because they have to. They're leaving for many, as you know, they leave. I mean, we talked to all of our people, and we asked them, you know, why they're leaving. And, I mean, some of them are taking care of um, aging parents. Like, I have my parents from their 90s, um, and they can't afford to, you know, they they watch them at home. They can't afford to put them in a – they won't put them in, in, a low, in, a, in a place that they feel would be awful for their parents. So they take care of them. Or they have an ailing spouse. Or they want to move to be near their grandchildren and children. Or they want to go to a warmer climate in, in the winter. I mean – they, they leave, or they're not well. Some of them are just not well, and they so they can't take the hour and a half drive to work and all the stress that just was terrible for them. So they leave, and then after a while they realize they really still need to work. And every single retirement job, I've looked everywhere, even still today, and I'm business now five years, this <laughs> back to working in an office. You, know, you go on all the sites, it's working in an office, but that, that's yep. not what they want. They want the flexibility. They want to not work that way. So... I'm transforming the insurance industry to recognize that people can work from home very effectively if it's a knowledge business. And you don't have to outsource some of this stuff overseas when you have our retirees who can do it so much faster, better. And they take less money than if they're working in an office, so you're saving money. Um, and some of the jobs you just can't outsource overseas because they're real knowledge, especially in the insurance industry. So, And it's... It, and it, this model will work in other industries like legal accounting, any knowledge industry. And the majority of these workers were, they're, most of them who ran the offices happened to be women, you know, and, um, and they're white-collar jobs. So, um, and they don't have these huge retirements. They're not the ones who are in the suite, C-suite or management that have a big retirement plan and can now go out and do an encore career. I think the right, majority right. of Americans cannot do that. <laughs> That's right. That's I think right. The whole so, training of them for a new career at 60 is ridiculous. So. Yep. So, minimum, are there minimum uh, requirements in terms of if I'm an employer, minimum number of hours I need to commit to, or if I'm looking for a job, minimum hours that I need to expect? I mean, is it one hour a week, 
10 hours, hours a week? 20 hours. 20 hours. Okay. 20, 20 hours a week. Yeah, 20 okay. hours a week. But they could be flexible, you know, whatever. It's a minimum of 20 because otherwise it's not enough work for people to earn enough money for them. It's about uh-huh. giving them enough to earn some money and, and get work done and feel good about it. But for a few hours a week, it's almost it's not worth it and, and you don't feel like you're really accomplishing anything. Um, okay. Not earning enough I mean, money. I've, heard, I've seen some. Clients, because I'm about, yeah. Okay. yeah I've, just, I've heard some people suggest that um, sort of an hour a day is really sort of an optimal kind of number. And it might be, you know, five hours in uh, one day and then uh, for several. But, and so I, I mean, because I think that particularly if I look at a senior living community, somebody who's living in a community, for them to do 20 hours a week probably would be more than most of them can do. But to be able to do five or ten hours a week, I would think, might be hugely attractive to, to them. So, um, but it sounds like, and it sounds like at least right now, you really need people who have, um, who have worked in the, in, in the insurance industry already. Yeah, who, has that, who have that experience. But I'm interested why you would think they would only an hour a day. I mean, what age group are you talking about? What's your age 80 group? plus, 80, 80 plus probably typically. Oh, you're in the 80 plus, yeah, so 80 plus, that's, yeah, that, that's different. Yeah, when you're yeah. 80 plus, that's, yeah, I could see that an hour. Yeah, our people, the average age is 60, 65. Gotcha. We may yeah, have so, people in yeah. their 70s too, but they got, haven't gotten to 80 yet, yeah. Yeah, I, I could see, I could certainly and see I, that I, with I, somebody I, who's in their 60s. I mean, I'm, I'm 60 and I'm, you know, I probably still work 50 hour a week, so. Um, right, uh, me too. Me too. I'm in my 60s, and I work that much too. Yeah. Yeah. So. And again, so I, so I, I, I get that. 80, yeah. Yeah. And I, and what I'm really trying to figure out is whether there's you know how do how do we as a senior living industry create um, uh, you know meaningful work opportunities either as volunteer or even better as as um, uh, um, you know, part-time uh, paid work when somebody is living in a retirement home. So I'll give you kind of an example in my own personal life. I've got a, I've got this huge, massive, you know, it's not very much fun, but I've got this massive database that needs some work on it that, where people can go in and do some tagging and stuff on it. And that would sort of seem like an ideal job that somebody, you know, it's not real time. It's something I need to get done, but it's not super time critical. And so if I could go out and hire somebody to do that, and if it took them a couple of weeks and an hour a day to do that, that would have some huge value right. to me. And so, but it sounds like you're not really equipped to do mm-hmm. that kind of thing, at least at this point in time. Not at this point, but it is something that's going to happen. Um, it's because what what will it's going to be almost like a um, um, a um, a site where you go on and say, oh, I. They have a lot of these sites now that you can go on and say, I need someone to do project work for these many hours. And, and they have it in the tech, tech space. They have it in the uh, design space. Um, the problem that we'll have with people who are 80, and this is what I've had to do, is, I mean, because they, they, they'll be, need to be able to do this work remotely. And, of course, I have to say that um, I have friends in their 80s who are smart as a whip, and we have people in their 80s the Supreme Court, so, yep. and, and in Congress, <laughs> not all of them should be, but many that, of them should. That, that's right. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say. So. <laughs> Some of the young ones shouldn't be there, but anyway. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, <laughs> but, 
But um, um, I think the key is going to be how you qualify them from a technology perspective. Um, and as people get, get to 80 today, they're going to know how to do this. Um, so I think it's about preparing for the future because there will be a lot of them who could do this kind of work. And you create a, an online community where people go in and say, and I have to say not just I think there's a whole other thing we can do. I, I built a technology that can help do it <laughs> um, because yep. I've built this whole qualification process on both ends. Um, I don't know if I would want to set this up myself, but I'd be happy if someone else would, and I'd be happy to, you know, uh, help with all the technology and everything that it needs. But it could be like an online marketplace. Thanks for joining this podcast. See you next time.